episode six of my Awakened Life podcast. I'm Johanna Fairmond, and today I'm going to talk to you about developing the skill of attention for the practice of self-observation as a means to help guide you on your journey to awakening. As I mentioned in the last episode, this practice was something that I did naturally in a time in my life when I was experiencing grief that led to my own awakening. After that, I sought out literature and spiritual guides to find something that described in words what I went through, and I've learned that this particular practice has many names. It's called witnessing, watching, active meditation. Feel free to call it whatever you like. I'll refer to it as self-observation just because it's the most descriptive term that I've seen. And I'll keep to those aspects of the practice that I feel are key to the awakening process. So whether you're seeking a higher state of a consciousness or you just want to gain a better understanding of yourself to really know yourself, learning to observe yourself in the right way is absolutely fundamental. The first step in this practice is developing the skill of attention. Self-observation requires a special kind of attention that's somewhat removed from yourself. That is to say, it's indifferent to whatever it is you're identified with at the moment, yet it watches you very closely. Being able to focus your attention will help you to become more aware of what it is that drives your everyday actions. And it's one that you can do at the same time as your daily activities. Only a few seconds is required each time you come to remember yourself. You won't be able to do it all of the time, because most of the time, you'll be in a state of consciousness that's more or less asleep. Without this awareness of your own attention, you react blindly to your environment and have very little control over what you do, how you feel, and how you spend your time and energy. You'll come to understand this when you practice focusing your attention. Usually, we forget ourselves. We're easily carried away by what we're doing, how we're feeling, or what we're thinking. For example, we get into our car to drive home after work. Then we forget ourselves. Maybe we see a new car that we like. We start thinking about whether it's time for us to get a different car. Then we realize we're almost out of gas. We get frustrated now that we have to stop in the rain. Someone honks our horn at us for no obvious reason. And now this affects us more than it would normally because... We realize we've passed the gas station 10 minutes ago and we wonder how we forgot and whether we should turn around and it's only later, maybe when we finally arrive home, that we remember ourselves again. And it's then that we can see we were in a conscious state of sleep while we were driving home. You've probably heard the saying, where attention goes, energy flows. If we focus attention on something we're looking forward to, we feel positive. And the same thing happens when we think of things that bother us. We have negative emotions. Feelings can lead us to think of other things that bother us. And when someone walks into the room without us noticing, they can see that our body is hunched over, we're twisting a ring on our finger, or maybe we just have a troubled look on our face. These are obvious to anyone watching us though we aren't fully aware of them. Even though we might recognize some of these habits, we don't always stop them 
and we continue allowing our attention to bounce around until something else grabs it. The qualities of these energies I mentioned are different, and they come from three energy centers, also known as chakras. There are more than that, but for now, we'll just focus on three. There's the intellectual function that results in thinking and words, the emotional function that results in feelings, and the moving function that we see whenever we have physical movement. Each function uses an energy that's unique to it, and they work at different speeds. Have you ever been pleasantly surprised to see an old friend or colleague you knew, and your mind is racing, but you just can't think of their name? Suddenly they recognize you, walk over, and they greet you by name, and now you feel embarrassed that you still can't think of theirs. This is just one example of how the thinking center is slow compared to the emotional center. All three of these centers can be sensed with focused attention. Observing the self includes sensing the body as well as these energy functions moving within it. So the first task for you will be to try to observe just one of these energy centers while at the same time sensing your body and see if you can notice the energy that's unique to each function. Bring your awareness either to the thoughts you're having, any emotions that rise up, or to the body's movements, all while focusing on the body sensations at the same time. Try to do this at least a few times a day. It will be difficult to remember as this isn't something that will come naturally to you. You may want to start out by giving yourself an external trigger to remember it, like a calendar reminder, for instance. The more you try to observe yourself, the more you'll understand just how difficult it is to remember on your own. I hope I've been able to explain the beginning of this practice well enough for you to make a start. Please join me for the next episode of My Awakened Life podcast, where I'll talk more about the fundamentals of how you should be observing yourself. Until then, develop the skill of attention to observe and get to know yourself. And remember, it's only practice that will give you understanding. Knowledge isn't enough. Anyone can know.